What's up, my Housewives Relatable listeners? It's your girl, Stella, coming to you once again to talk about it all. Hi, guys. I hope everyone is doing well. We're going to dive right into it. There's a lot to cover today, so let's jump right into it. Before we get into it all, I have to say that we have officially a new queen in New Jersey. The new queen of New Jersey is officially Melissa Gorga. I have to say that Melissa Gorga evolution looks great on her. You know, Melissa is unbothered. She posted that picture at the beginning of filming where she's like wearing those beautiful pants and that little um, top, black top, and she looks like extremely gorgeous on that picture. She said, nobody put nobody puts baby in a corner so melissa from what we can see is hanging out with some new blood like there's new girls there you know if you look at her instagram over the summer she's been hanging out with some new new girls right there's this blonde girl and there's another brunette like there's a new group in town right so melissa is surrounding herself with new faces She's surrounding herself with old faces from the cast, you know, Margaret, Jackie. Jackie was on her podcast today, actually. And if you guys haven't listened, uh, it was a great interview. But all of that to say that Melissa just threw a birthday party for Joe and uh, the new faces were there, the new girls, right? And I, from what I understand, there's also like... Um, I don't know if they're going to be made friends of, but um, there's like a couple new official girls that will be filming in Jersey as well. So Melissa, to be honest with you guys, I have to say, everyone has threatened to bring everyone from the dead to come and fight with Melissa or expose Melissa of some sort, you know, at some point in time, Kim D, and we'll get to Kim D later, Kim D, when she was on the other podcast, um, she, she, she kept on asking the host, David, she kept on saying, you need to bring Penny on the show, right? You need to bring Richie on the show like they would like to come and talk and about their experience and talk about the Gorgas right we've never seen them on the show I never saw Penny come on that podcast I never saw Richie come on that podcast they even talked about Bulldog like not necessarily Kim D and David but there's other podcasts out there that have talked about bringing Bulldog from the dead right so Everything that people are threatening Melissa with is like old stuff, right? It's like stale tea. Everyone is just like, oh, we have so much on, on Melissa. But it's all old stuff from like over 10 years ago, right? So what has Melissa and Joe done lately? Not, nobody seems to have anything new, any new material, right? So even Amber, they've interviewed Amber. I've listened to the interview on that other podcast and it was kind of funny because you know they made it sound like oh Amber is gonna say so many things about Melissa which she didn't she really didn't say that much she just basically said that her and Melissa didn't have a relationship 
they used to have a friendship when they were very, very young. They used to party and club together. And then that was it. You know, like, oh, me and Melissa, we don't talk after the show. Or while they were taping, they stopped talking at that point And they never just um, recon reconnected after the show wrapped, right? So <clears throat> I'm not sure what the big exposure on Melissa was, but that interview kind of fell flat for me. Like there was really nothing divulged. Um, and at, at this point, I really believe that there's really nothing like what people say, even when Amber was saying, oh, you know, I know exactly how Melissa got on the show. I know how she got on the show and I'll save it for my book one day. I'm just saying at this point, does, do we really care? <laughs> we don't care because Melissa's on the show. She's been on the show at this point for like 11 seasons. So it doesn't matter how she got on the show. We got over that already. We know she came on the show at some point in time. She said she told Teresa. Teresa said she didn't tell her. And at some point in time, Carlos King came and said that Melissa did not tell Teresa. Who cares at this point? I think we have moved on from that. And at the end of the day, when I say that Melissa is the new queen, I say she's the new queen because the, a queen never leaves. A queen never leaves her throne. So the rumor has it that there was a party. Uh, Melissa and Joe were in attendance. Teresa and Louis were in attendance. And the rumor has it that at some point in time, you know, they were kind of all keeping to themselves. And then Melissa and Joe started kind of like interacting with other people that were close to Teresa or closer to the group where Teresa was. And Teresa wanted no parts of it. And she just said, beep, beep, I'm out. And she left the party. That's what the rumor says, right? If Teresa is truly the queen of New Jersey, she would have stayed, but she left. Melissa is staying. Melissa is the one who's unbothered. Melissa is the one who's saying, you know what? I don't care. I am here. I don't care if you have a sour face about it. I don't care if you're mad about it. I am here and I'm here to stay. So I don't know. To me, Melissa is acting like a queen. And if I was, if I was her, I would just keep on doing exactly what she does. Keep on showing up, keep on interacting, keep on working the room. You don't have to care about Teresa's sour face. You deserve to be there just as much as she deserves to be there. And you know, if she's the queen, then let her be the queen and stay, right? Battle it out, talk, interact. But if you can't take it and you have to leave every time, then, you know, you're showing your flaws. You're showing us who is actually winning. And it's not you, right? It's not you. Like I said, evolution looks good on Melissa. I was a Teresa fan for the longest time. But at some point in time, you want to see the, char the, the character evolve. And it doesn't seem like Teresa is capable of doing that at this point. She's always talking about the same old stuff. She's holding on to the same old grudges. Melissa is not worried about that. She's packing up Antonia so Antonia can go to college. She is taking care of her husband. She's taking care of her boutique. She's filming the show. She's doing what she got to do. She's having some night out with her friends, the new girls, with 
the old girls she's taking and when i'm saying old i'm not talking about age i'm just talking about the girls that are, <laughs> that were on the show i don't go there i'm not talking about age i'm talking about the girls that are currently or were currently on the show and uh, she also has a podcast that is quite successful at this point like i have to say um she's really good at interviewing like you know jackie jackie goldschneider was on the podcast and everybody knows that she has five degrees and is super articulate and she's a writer as well and a lawyer so i'm sure her book will be very good but it was quite compelling and interesting to hear her story and uh, have melissa conducting the interview i thought it was very 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 good so i officially declare melissa gorga as the new queen of New Jersey. Okay, so now on to Amber. The Amber interview was last week, and um, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about the Amber interview, but I would like to say this when it comes to the interview. Amber was on the interview, and she basically talked about her experience on The Real Housewives of New Jersey, mostly about production and what production was doing behind the scenes. Um, she co-signs a few things that were said by Figgy, but um, mostly like, you know, has to do with the fight that happened at Bobby's house with the twins. And she says that it was like a whole setup by production and that they were withholding, uh, withholding her keys and she was not able to leave. And, you know, I even remember like watching because I've been rewatching the show and I've been rewatching that particular ep episode just to see if I missed something or if I didn't catch something. But one thing that I would say um to the to um ember's credit is that she did look a little bit apprehensive going down the stairs into the basement almost expect like you know i remember like she was talking in her confessionals and she 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 said she went to say hi to to teresa uh teresa and nicole and then nicole didn't even acknowledge her uh teresa didn't acknowledge her and all of that stuff and then in her confessional ember was saying oh i just got a really bad feeling like really bad right and then you know after the fight happened her and jim went up jim <laughs> threw the ball of hair on the table and said um to bobby uh this is ember's hair and bobby was just like this happened already? This happened already? You know, that whole scene, like, I don't know, like, it, it, there, there seems to be, like, some confusion um, in that particular scene. Because afterwards, Amber, Jim, and Bobby, they meet up and they talk about the whole debacle. And then they're basically saying to Bobby, you knew this would happen, that this was going to happen. Because you said, what? This happened already. So, that tells me that maybe there's something with production there, right? At the time, I just thought that Amber might have misunderstood what Bobby was trying to say when he said this happened already. Like, I thought he was saying it like, you guys were just downstairs for a couple of seconds and you guys are already getting into it like that. That's how I felt like he was saying it. But maybe we were wrong. Maybe production really had something to do with all of that. And Amber claims that production was keeping her keys like their car keys from her so from them so they couldn't leave the party so i thought that that was an interesting story another thing that was quite interesting um when it comes to the amber marchese interview is that 
at some point in time, you know, the host, they say it all the time, right? They say they are not flip floppers. They, this is like a Teresa um, fan base page or podcast. They used to have that website and they're always going to be for Teresa and nobody else, right? Teresa can do no wrong in their eyes. So at least that's the little disclaimer that they have given everybody. However, um, they tend to just want to get some dirt on Melissa all the time. They're like, can you tell us if Melissa knew this? Can you tell us if Melissa was doing that? Or can you like, you know, they're really like stuck on Melissa all the time. So anyways, Amber didn't really get into it so much. But at some point in time, Amber made a comment and she said, I don't even think that any of those girls know. And when she said any of those girls, she's talking about the entire cast. She's saying they've been on reality TV for too long. I don't feel like any of them know the difference between reality and like reality and reality TV. Like, you know, they're just been on this show for too long, right? Everything is produced. Everything is for, you know, a camera op or a photo op. So basically, they're not real. They're just like, you know, production, pr produced, right? And um, the host said to Amber, well, you know, I don't feel like this applies to Teresa. You know, she says, uh, Teresa is like the most authentic housewives. Like she doesn't really think about producing anything. She's just herself. That's why everybody loves her. She's the most like real and authentic housewife. So... I was happy. I have to give that to Amber. I was happy that Amber did not fall for that trick and was honest in that instance. So I have to give her flowers for that. She said, and I'm quoting her here, right? Because I don't want to play the recording right now. You can go and just listen to it. But she said, yeah, you know, Teresa, I guess she is like authentic, but she is what you see is what you get. But don't say don't say that she is completely so authentic. Teresa works with production behind the scenes, and I have tons of stories and proof on that one. She creates trouble and works with production behind the scenes. That's from Amber Marchese's mouth. She said that on that podcast. And I thought that that was very interesting and revealing. And the girls, you could tell they were not expecting that. Because as soon as Amber said this, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of funny to me. And at the end of the day, this is like we're talking about gossip here. And I understand they, they are allowed to love Teresa and support everything that Teresa does. But at the end of the day, if Amber was to say something like this, I think they should have kind of like rebuttaled or like probed more. Maybe they should have just said, hey, what do you mean by that? I'm sure our listeners would like to know. Do you have a specific example, right? But instead, they completely ignored the statement that she made. And they were just very quiet. They were very quiet. They said that they just went, mm-hmm, next question. Like they jumped to the next question right away. So that was kind of a little bit of an uncomfortable moment for them, I think. And I think it's interesting because very often they like to say that, um, you know, they're not being paid by the Teresa camp and they're not being paid by Teresa and Louis. And they've had their blog since 2012, which is true, right? They've been around for 
quite some time. So we have to give them their credit for that. But at the same time, why are you so bent on not knowing the other side, right? Because if you're saying we want to know what's happening behind the scenes, like we've been reaching out to housewives and we want to know what was your experience and what did production do? What was happening behind the scenes? We want you to come and tell us. So when the person comes on and says, well, Teresa did some stuff too, they're not willing to probe. They're not willing to ask the questions. But you bet if that person, if Amber would have said, I have proof of what Melissa did behind the scenes, they would have probed for more. They would have been like, girl, tell me, what do you know? What's the tea? like spill the bean or if they would if, if amber well marge was not on the housewives back then but let's say if they had some tea about marge they would say tell us spill the bean but only when it's teresa they get quiet and i understand that it's a fan base podcast for teresa they have been very clear about that but at the same time it, it does raise the question are they getting paid by Teresa and her camp? Because you know what they say. They say that a person is only, no one is determined to that point, to not see the truth. You know, a person is not more determined to not see the truth than the person that is getting paid to not see it, right? I think I'm saying it correctly, that quote. But basically, in a nutshell, they'll never agree with anything a person like Amber has to say or a person like me has to say if it doesn't benefit their camp. If you're independent and you're paying for your own stuff, then what do you care, right? They don't have to accept anyone trashing Teresa. They could be like, we just want you to do it in a respectful way. But if they're really doing it for their listeners and their viewers, they should allow the person to not only share their experience, but they should, I, I think they should probe for a little bit more, right? If they're willing to do it for Melissa, they should do it for Teresa as well. She's not perfect, right? She makes mistakes too. And I'm sure her fans will still stay loyal to her. Right. Imagine if a person like, I don't know, like Wendy Williams, for example, that's what made Wendy Williams so great, you know, when she was on TV, in my opinion. Right. She would have um, at some point in time, she used to have a lot of the housewives on the show. Right. In the earlier years of housewives. And she would have Melissa on and she would have a good time with her and talk about the other cast member. But, you know, here and there, she would throw a little dig, too, in there, like right, like right to Melissa's face. Right. And Melissa, she's kind of like in good sports. So she would take it and just kind of like laugh it off and all of that. And she's done it with Teresa, too. She, she, she said to Teresa, like, Wendy, she said, Teresa, I like you a lot, but I think like you're not completely okay up there sometimes. There's things with you that, you know, you, you don't seem to get. Like it goes over your head or you're understanding things differently than most people do. So I worry for you sometimes, right? So Wendy would say things like that. And I remember Teresa's face was like, what? Like, what, why are you saying that to me? I think she never went back after that. But anyways, that's what made, in my opinion, Wendy Williams so great. 
she had the ability to just have everyone come on her show. It didn't matter if it was from that camp or that other camp. She was the queen of gossip, and that's what she did. And she did it very well. Okay, so about a week ago, I told you guys on my YouTube, in my uh, podcast, I, I told you guys, because at that point, nothing was made official. I told you that uh, Kim D and David had parted ways um, just based off of a comment that I've seen from Kim D under her own social media. So anyways, now we're at the point where everything is out. Everyone's talking about it. And Kim D has officially come out to say that she has parted ways with David. Still no statements from David though, but from what I understand, it's coming and he's going to release the truth only in his Patreon. So I'm not part of his Patreon. If, um, you know, anyone wants to tell me what he says on there, that's great. Um, I think that for something like that, he shouldn't, you know, I, I don't know, like, that's just my opinion. I don't think he should tell the truth behind the paywall like if you're telling the truth if you're giving your opinion if you want to share your events like of things or how things happen or transpired just be transparent and honest and just go and just make a statement like you don't have to to hide behind a paywall that's just my opinion right um but what I want to say about that is it's funny because <laughs> Kim D started, you know, that little comment that I shared with you guys. I think I actually read it last week to you guys. She was saying, oh, me and David have parted ways, but we're still friends. Well, you know, she kept on saying that to everyone. Like, you know, there was a few comments. We're still friends. We're still friends. And in my in my mind, I was thinking, yeah, that sounds like a little bit of BS, right? I don't think they're still friends, to be honest. But that's just like, you know. An intuition that I had no proof no evidence of it so then now things have like turned like really ugly and nasty and you, you could tell that there's bad blood now because David wants to tell the truth about what has happened with Kim but he wants to do it behind the paywall just to his patron like the on the patreon right he doesn't want to come and just say to all of us what happened between him and Kim but I don't know for sure what happened, but I've been watching them because I don't really watch the podcast. Like I know he has a lot of interesting guests and like very good celebrities that go on there. But if you've been listening to me for some time, you know, I liked when Kim D was on the show as a villain, right? I always thought that she was a, like a great character on the show. I don't know her personally. I know she stirs the pot a lot and I know she tends to just get herself in trouble and other people in trouble but i thought that she was great tv so i tuned in every saturday to listen to kim just talk and give her opinion and most of the times i was just like oh, i don't agree with everything that they say they're mostly wrong when it comes to new jersey in my opinion because for the longest time they were saying oh margaret is gonna be gone melissa is gonna be gone i know that kim d wants to go back and say that she never said that she did she did at some point in time sorry kim but you did you did say it you thought that it was melissa's last season for sure or margaret and you guys kind of went back and forth and changed your mind um even the whole thing with the contracts like the both of you up until recently i don't even think they actually admitted that the contracts were up they just said the entire time that oh it's the bravo con contracts like whoever you're believing is lying they're not telling you the truth but the truth is they were filming and you guys were still 
denying that the contracts were up, right? So anyways, I digress when it comes to the whole thing. But what I think is interesting is that now I saw in the comments that David is saying, oh, you guys are just like believing everything that you read online and now he's taking legal action and he like he's going to discuss that in the patreon but he's taking legal action because of all the lies that are being told about him so if you guys have not followed yet i'm just gonna say kim d oh this is so juicy kim d first of all she went on that podcast with the girls it's so funny to me because she was last week, her and David released a video and Kim D was addressing her friendship with Dolores. So then she said, me and Dolores is like, we're friends. So I don't understand what those girls from that podcast are talking about because those girls have been kind of shading Kim D a little bit. You know, they said a few times, right? Oh, Kim D, she knows nothing. She really knows nothing. And then they officially said that Dolores would never threaten her position on the show to reveal anything to Kim D in particular because she could get in trouble with Bravo, right? And she said, uh, one of the girls said that uh, Kim D really didn't have any connection to the pod, uh, to the cast of New Jersey and that, yes, she's probably friendly with Dolores, but they're probably not close like that, right? So I'm assuming that Kim thought that it was ballsy of them to say that, to just go on and say that her and Dolores are not really friends and that she doesn't really have any connection to the show, especially the new cast, because those women were not really on the show when Kim was on, except for like maybe Margaret. But that was like for a hot second, because that was like Kim, Kim D's last season anyway. Right. But anyways, Kim D felt the need to, um, explain herself in very harsh words so she went on the pod and she said her and Dolores are friends and she called those girls from that podcast she called them wannabes she actually said that the girl said that David called them that I don't know if he did in the Patreon I'm just talking about YouTube he just agreed with Kim D from what I saw in the clip. She called those girls wannabes. And she said that she thought that those girls were a joke. Okay, those are her words, not mine, right? So anyways, it kind of started a little bit of a social media feud, I guess, right? Uh, if you guys were checking Twitter, there's like a lot of back and forth and the girls were like, oh my gosh, this, oh my gosh, that. Anyways, so then... Fast forward to yesterday, there's an announcement on Twitter saying that we have cleared the air with Kim. She was a lovely lady. All is good. And she'll be coming on the podcast next week. So I was thinking, oh, next week already? Wow, that was quick, right? But then they released the episode part one last night. So I listened to it, of course, right? And it's like about 35 minutes uh, minus the commercial, like the ads. So maybe, I don't know, like 20 some minutes. So Kim starts talking, right? And Kim D says that she's the one who called the emergency podcast and she wanted to explain her side of the story. And, you know, the girls are definitely 
nicer to Kim because you know she probably they probably know that Kim doesn't play like she will rip your head off if you come too hard for her <laughs> so <laughs> they were on their best behavior <laughs> but what's funny is that Kim started talking about David not paying her right which was so surprising because I don't know. They've been doing this podcast for like a long time now, like definitely over a year because there's even like, I think if I'm not mistaken, like I think there's even footage of them like from 2021. So that's like two years, right? Anyways, so Kim D said that the whole time that she was doing this podcast with David, she was not getting paid. He was not giving her any money. That's what she says. Okay, I'm not accusing him of not doing that. I have not seen the statements. I have not seen the wire transfers. But according to Kim, she did not receive a dime from doing that podcast for I don't know how, how long with David. But she did say that uh, they agreed, uh, David agreed to pay her cleaning lady, you know, her weekly cleaning lady. So I don't know how much that cost every week. But, you know, if you check the pod, I think there's like different levels to subscribe. Um, you can just go on Patreon, choose your creator, and there's level one or level, level two, I think. And I think the base level is $20 and the other one is $28 American. So, you know, that's a lot of money nowadays, right? Like a month, like some people right now they're probably like, oh, can I afford this? Can I like the content needs to probably be very good to charge this this much but i don't know but it's 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 weird to me that kim d did not receive a dime from doing this podcast with david and you know what's kind of funny teresa uh kim d had the teresa flex on that podcast like seriously she did she was like you know I, i'm not really good with social media which i believe right because we've seen her online like when she was doing the the zoom she she was struggling at times so that's fine right but I don't know, like Kim D doesn't really strike me as the type of person that wouldn't ask questions, you know, she says all the time that, you know, she hangs out with the big boys and she has like connection to the street and the wise guys and that she consults with them about stuff like does it make sense to you that Kim D would never ask David in two years? Like, how much are you making from the Patreon? Like, can I ask you a question, friend? You know, I wake up every day and I do this like every week and I do this podcast with you. I'm in my pajamas, right? We're in different time zones at times, which is really early for me. How much are you making? Because you're claiming on every single one of your shows that you're rich, that you're making money, you know, that you're you're rolling with the big boys too. You know, you got Uncle Bo as a friend now that you've... <laughs> You belong to like, you know, the Hamptons and all of that. Like, you know what I mean? It seems like you're rolling in cash. So where is my payment, right? Doesn't really, Kim doesn't strike me as the type of person that wouldn't ask the question. So I find that I have to say, I'm not saying she's lying now, but I have to say that I thought that that was a little bit, a little bit suspicious of Kim not to ask that question sooner or to be like, okay, at first I was your friend and I was willing to do it for free, like as a hobby. But now that you're asking me to investigate certain things, then 
maybe we need to start talking about compensation. And what I find kind of hard to believe as well is that a lot of the times when Kim would be on the podcast, she would say, I've been asking, like, you know, I'm going to find out about that. And I'm not doing this to be like, you know, nosy or unfair. I'm just doing it because it's my job, right? Usually when you do a job, the implication is that you get, you're getting paid, that you're receiving some sort of compensation for it, right? So now that Kim has come out and said that she received nothing, only, you know, her cleaning lady bill being paid by David, like that doesn't really constitute a job. Like it doesn't seem like that's like a, there's a, a job agreement or some sort of thing like that. It doesn't really make sense to me, right? So I have to, before I run with that fully, I have to say I believe her, but I need to verify. I need to verify that information for sure because I'm not sure if it's fully, fully accurate. But that's what Kim said on the podcast. Anyways, so David is saying that now, you know, he's going to pursue some sort of legal action. I don't know if it's in regards to that in particular, um, but he says that there's a lot of lies that are being spewed about him online when it comes to the separation with Kim. And now, you know, everything that, you know, they were saying, like she was saying, because he hasn't spoken yet, but she was saying it was amicable, that she didn't really want to trash him or anything like that. But I don't think it's amicable because they don't even follow each other on social media anymore. So I don't know who unfollowed who first, but it doesn't seem like it's an amicable um, podcast divorce, I should say. <laughs> and um, another thing that I have to say when it comes to this is that Kim said to the ladies, to the girls on the podcast, she said that um, there were a few instances where I guess he said something that she didn't like or did not feel respected and that she was not going to get into it right now. You know, she wanted to keep things peaceful. So she didn't say what those things were. But one thing I have to say, um, at first they were like fun together. Like I remember like when David was, you know, like a couple years ago, like he seemed to be really listening to her and she was listening to him and he was kind of softer too right he was like like a little bit nicer i would say like to her and even to the people he was talking about or the cast or things like that he didn't really seem like he had like that big of a problem with melissa i find like this is something that he has developed like recently like he like it's more hateful at times right some of the stuff that he says so anyways but there's a few things that I remember just from listening. I was like, okay, why is he talking to her like that? Like he would say to her, like, you need to earn your keep, right? What does that mean? I thought she wasn't getting paid, right? And another thing he, he would say like very often to her face, like a lot of the times, Kim, when you speak, I don't even pay attention. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm not focused on what you're saying because, you know, you talk a lot. And even on his other shows at times, whenever he would speak about New Jersey or Kim, some of the ones that I've caught, he said um, that he doesn't listen to what she says. Most of the times he tunes out and he, it's almost like he was proud of saying that like a few times. So, you know, 
and the dogs like you know she has a lot of dogs and they bark or sometimes they jump in and you know a lot of you guys are like dog lovers so you like and enjoy seeing her little puppies come on but you know he seemed visibly annoyed like from what i could see he seemed visibly annoyed sometimes too like that whole scene, right? He was just kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm talking to you about something important here. Like, can you get the dogs out, right? <laughs> he would do things like that, right? So I think the dogs and, um, oh, another thing is, um, you know, that, that whole C word debacle, right? Everybody talked about it extensively. Everybody knows what he called Melissa Gorga. I was not happy about that. I, I know a lot of people were not. I thought it was definitely crossing a line. I'm not coming for anyone. I, you can have your camp, that camp. I don't care. You know, we can throw fun shade at each other, shady shade. But when it starts to get dark, that's when I'm just like, that's not fun, right? And I thought he crossed the line. And the only thing that he could have just done was just to apologize. That has always been my position. I think that he should have just said on my podcast I called Melissa a really bad word yes it was behind the paywall because I don't think that was on YouTube it was um in his Patreon I've never seen it on YouTube although some people have shared it online but only the audio part I've never seen the video so that just tells me that it was most likely on his Patreon but and that's another thing too if you're gonna insult somebody don't insult them behind your paywall you know just insult if you want to insult somebody just say it to their face right if you're not scared if you're like you know if you mean what you say you should be able to just do it and not hide behind a paywall you know I don't respect that I have to say that. And it's not to throw any shade at him. Like, and that's the reason why, guys, a lot of the things, like, and I've said this, like, I don't call men the B word. I don't call them princesses. I don't call them Josephine and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, if you wouldn't say, if you wouldn't say it to somebody to their face, but you feel comfortable doing it like be, like on your podcast, that's one thing. But I, I don't know. I don't know if all these people that are saying these things, if they would be that comfortable saying that to Joe Gorga, to his face, you know? <laughs> I, I don't think that that would happen. And I'm not saying that Joe is going to do anything. I just don't think that they would. I just don't think that they would have the courage to do that, right? So, you know, we ha we ha we're supposed to have like a certain level of social grace, right? Social graces. So I think we should have the, like we should have the same behavior on our podcast. That's just my opinion. But anyways, so anyways, back to David and Kim. Okay. That was a long sidebar guys. <laughs> back to David and Kim. So Kim and David have parted ways. Kim no longer follows David. David no longer follows Kim. Kim has gone on the girls podcast and now they've made up. She says, I'm here for you girls. Whatever you want to know, I will tell you. So then they start talking about the old stuff. They, they go back season four. They go back to what happened at San Cubano with Dancer Gate and all of that stuff. Oh my gosh. It's funny to me. I have to say because Kim D is talking and she kind of glosses over it and she's like, oh, you know, I didn't really know 
what was going on i just went to penny and uh john's salon and then angelo was right there and i think he was set up like this was set up by production that's what she says right and uh, she said she didn't really have any knowledge of him being there but then once he introduced himself and told her who he was and how he was connected to melissa allegedly then she just started asking him questions and stuff right and then she said that Teresa was so surprised, right? Well, I find that a little bit funny because Kim D has been on this podcast with David for like over two years. And before she was on the podcast with David, she was on several other shows, right? Not podcasts, but she did a lot of interviews. There's a lot of footage of Kim D online on YouTube. So Kim D has said over and over and time again, she has said that Teresa knew. You know, that she she admitted that she lied at the reunion in front of Caroline and Jacqueline and said that Teresa had no knowledge of it all. But in fact, that Teresa knew everything. She admitted that at some point in time. Right. So so she admitted to everyone. Like she went on Heather McDonald's podcast, Juicy Scoop. She went on another girl. I can't remember her name, but she's like a YouTuber, like a brunette, beautiful. I can't remember what her name was, but she gave a pretty long interview. It was like 50 minutes or something, like from from several years ago, actually. And she said that Teresa knew everything and that she lied, that Kim D lied and protected her. So it was interesting to already see the dynamic of it all change while she was on those girls podcasts. She was kind of like, oh, Teresa, she didn't really know anything, you know, like she she was acting very surprised because really she did not know. So that already tells me that Kim D is a, she's willing to change her story now. Right. And I don't think that's fair. Because at the end of the day, you know, Kim D has not been on the show for a lot of years, but she has been uh, an interesting force outside of the show by doing the podcast and being the big personality that she is and, uh, you know, giving all of these interviews. And that's what's great and bad with the Internet is that we could always refer back to the stuff that you've said at some point in time. And if it was just like one interview or two that she gave over the years to, you know, tell her truth when it comes to season four, uh, the season four finale with Melissa, that would be one thing. But she spent years and weeks after weeks, like, you know, in that bathrobe with David talking about um, that particular episode and how the setup and how Teresa knew everything and how she was acting like her face off. Right. So I don't know, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to say or to tell people, oh, you know, don't go and listen to her. I would never do that. Like go and listen to her. Right. But I think it does not necessarily look great on her if she decides to change her stance because, you know, your credibility, like when, when Kim D likes to say, I tell the truth, then tell the truth. You know, the truth should not, it should not depend on if you are good with Teresa right now, or if you're not like the truth is the truth, right? Your perception of things may change over time. I understand that. Or as you get less angry, but there's some very important facts that can never change. And that's the truth. And the fact of the matter is if Teresa knew 
that Melissa was going to be set up. Let's just say Teresa didn't know that that guy, Angelo, was going, was going to be at the salon. Granted, I'm willing to give Kim that. But she cannot change her story and say that Teresa didn't know that Melissa was going to be set up. Because Teresa knew. She knew and she did not warn her. She knew that. Like everybody knew. Jacqueline knew and Teresa knew. So anyways, I, I, I thought that that was interesting. And the whole story too, right? Kim D goes on and explains and says one of her friends, like one of her good friends called her, who also happens to be friends with Teresa, called Kim D and said, hey, you have a new follower. Kim D was like, who? And then the friend said, Teresa. So then Kim D saw that Teresa was following her and Kim D proceeded to following Teresa back. Now, after that, Kim D received a phone call, like she missed a call from Teresa on her cell phone. Kim D saw that she had a missed call from Teresa and decided to text Teresa back. Then she said to Teresa, did you call me? Teresa said, no, I did not call you. But then Teresa proceeds to say, did you call me? Because I have a missed call from you too. And then they're like, oh no, we just got spoofed again. I'm like, really girls? Is that the best that you guys can come up with? Really? And then everybody's like, I don't know. Like, am I cynical? How come I don't believe that? It's like, okay, the same scenario, the same thing that has happened at the reunion, you know, when Margaret was calling Teresa while she was on the couch. It's like, Margaret, you see you're sitting right there and you're calling me. <laughs> and Rachel's like, well, the difference is that Louis is in the back, right? that's the difference right so I thought that that was really funny but anyways and then Kim says whoever did the spoofing like the spoof trick did us a favor because it broke the ice so I'm just like I don't know I I, I just don't believe in that many coincidences so I'm just gonna call bullshit on that one right I think that someone is working behind the scenes to make that happen but whatever another thing that I have to address when it comes to the whole thing and I'm going to leave you guys on that. And it's not to throw any shade at Kim D. I, like I said many times, I like Kim D on the show. I liked her when she was on the show as a villain. I thought that she was great in the role that, she, you know, she, she had on Jersey. But here's the thing. Kim D, and um, when she was on that podcast, she talked a lot about Vanessa, Louis' ex. Kim D said so many times that Vanessa was her friends. Her and Vanessa were talking to each other all the time. Vanessa was even in Kim D's fashion show uh, back in 2021. She actually walked in her fashion show. Uh, Kim D referred her lawyer, Dog Anton, and those are like, those are not my words. This is not like specialty. Those are all things that Kim D have said herself. Uh, has said herself out of her own mouth, right? She said that she referred her lawyer, who is an animal, according to Kim D, meaning that, you know, he is terrific as a lawyer. She referred that lawyer to Vanessa, okay? So for the longest time, like I think Kim D even read like a text online at some point in time that Louis sent to his ex. And I think it included Vanessa or something. It's still available on YouTube, right? So 
I wonder how Vanessa, by the way, where is Vanessa? I know I gave you guys an update last week about the court case and, you know, when it comes to the restraining order, but she's been silent. We have no news, like no news on social media. No one is talking about her. What is going on? Even Kim D, she has not referenced Vanessa in a long time, right? And even... David said at some point in time, I don't know anyone like, you know, with the letter V, like, I don't know a person like that, right? He kind of made a shady comment at some point in time. But anyways, I wonder how Vanessa feels because she had this friendship with Kim and she would tell Kim stuff about Louis. Kim would report on it on the podcast, right? Now there's that whole thing with the restraining order. We haven't heard back from anyone, um, you know, no one has come out really to, to give us an update when it comes to that. Like the little update I gave you guys was just very little, but there's really nothing out there. So I just wonder how Vanessa must feel right now when it comes to Kim D possibly um, getting closer to Teresa, knowing that Teresa's married to Louis, right? And another thing when it comes to a, a possible reconciliation between Teresa and Kim D. I have to say that I I find that what's the word disingenuous. I have to say that, and the reason for it is because you know Kim D claims that her and Teresa were very close. Obviously, we have observed their relationship on the show. I remember Teresa saying that her and Kim were close, and that Kim always agreed with her, and you know that she valued her as a friend back in, in the early years. But uh, Kim has claimed many times that Teresa used to call her 17 times a day, ask her for like a lot of advice. Um, they would even like Kim would dress her like, you know, for free sometimes, or even give her stuff from her closet and that kind of stuff. Like, like, like a real bond. Right. So obviously when they fell out, Kim D felt very hurt. I understand that. But Kim D went on for years up until very recently and said some pretty awful stuff about Teresa. And I'm not saying that to shade her. And I'm not saying that because, you know, I don't want her to make amends with Teresa. Like, I, I don't care. They can make amends. But I just, I'm just trying to understand Teresa's thought process when it comes to making amends with people, right? Because she can't seem to forgive her brother and Melissa for coming on a show um, 11 years ago, right? Uh, she can't seem to forgive them for not having more of her back uh, with Margaret when it comes when it came to Louis. But really, over the past few years, Joe and Melissa they haven't really said anything that bad with like about Teresa, right? But Teresa was willing to forgive Jacqueline, and Jacqueline has said some very horrible stuff to Teresa. Okay, so the connection to Jacqueline is. You know, Jacqueline said, I hope Joe, Joe Judice goes to jail. And he did. And then he got deported. That was a very harsh statement. And I could understand why Teresa would, didn't want to make up with her at the time. Because she was just like, wow, you said all of this horrible stuff about my husband, the father of my kids, right? And then he did go to jail. And then he got deported, right? So I could understand why that would be harder to forgive. 
But then, you know, Joe being deported and Teresa and Joe being divorced and with the kids being older, maybe there was a thought process where Teresa was like, you know what? I'm not even with the guy anymore. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt just for the purpose of charity, Teresa, and just say, okay, I'm ready to move on and reconnect with Jacqueline. By the way, where's Jacqueline? Ever since that little visit in Vegas, um, we haven't seen no, no pictures of that. I know she lives in Orange County now, but Teresa and Louis travel pretty much every week. I'm just surprised that they have not. It doesn't seem like they have met up ever since. I don't know if they still talk on the phone. They say they do, but I don't know. Where's Jacqueline? That's a question that I have. But um, let's just say that Teresa was able to forgive Jacqueline because she's no longer with Joe Judai. So she's like, okay, I'll forgive her. How can you move on and forget about all of the things that Kim D has said about you? And you know, there's plenty and there's footage and there's video and there's audio and there's tweets and there's, there's everything. You know, it, it, I know Teresa called Kim the sewer rat, which was not nice, right? But again, it's a fight. You're going to say some nasty stuff. But I think there should still be a line, right? There should still be a little bit of a line because, you know, I think Kim D crossed the line a few times when it comes to that, right? Um, for example, if somebody called you a bad mother, I think that that would be like, no, this is like, you crossed the line. And Kim D have said this, and she doubled down on it quite a few times. She called Teresa a bad mom. She said that Joe Dice was a better parent. She also said that um, there's like a story, or she gave the story about Teresa and the dogs, like the German shepherds on the property. Like, she was very vocal about that because she's like a dog lover and rescuer, like Kim D., so she gave that story up until very recently. She was still talking about it and said, you know, I could tell you what happened in that house and, you know, what happened to those dogs, right? So I don't know. That's kind of like heavy stuff. Like those are the types of things that you don't say if you ever, if you're ever considering reconciling with a person, those are the things that you just take with you in the vault and you never talk about those things, right? Because for me, if someone called me a bad mom, or someone even mentioned my kids in their mouth, I would just be like, this person, like a, like a line is drawn in the sand. We will never be friends, right? So you have to question Teresa's intention in wanting to potentially reconcile with Kim, right? I know that Kim was always hurt and she really wanted to always be back friends with Teresa, right? But I don't believe that Teresa truly forgives. I don't. I, I believe that Teresa never tr truly forgives someone. Like she may talk about forgiveness. She may talk about namaste, but I don't really think that she is doing it because she is soul searching and that she has reached like some sort level of some sort of level of extraordinary. I don't, I don't believe in that. I think that Teresa holds a grudge and I think that Teresa only remembers the people from the past when it suits her and when it's convenient for her. I have to say that. But anyways, guys, that's all I have for today. By the way, if you want to have um, my opinion when it comes to the Real Housewives of New Jersey, I've said it before, I have a Substack. I talk, I write on my Substack. There's images, there's videos. Uh, my podcast is on there as well. So it's housewivesrelatable.substack.com. 
www.thinkandgrowthpodcast.com and you can subscribe. It's free, completely free. You can comment, you can like, you can share. So as always, guys, be a fan, not fanatical. Ciao.